welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, November 12th, 2019. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I am not Karen. Uh, <laughs> I'm Jared. <laughs> this is Ian. Yay, Jared's back with us. But one week, one week I'm out of fucking practice. <laughs> <laughs> On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page and join us. Chat with us directly where we record on Discord and we will respond to what you say as we are recording. Uh, if you can't do that, you could post something to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. This week, uh, I want to talk about... <sighs> Strangely, they dis they disappoint me so so much. Flat Earthers made it into my newsfeed today, and it, it was just it. Yeah, we're going to talk about them a little bit. Whole bunch of Trump updates, and uh, the the best headline I've seen in a very long time. Uh, but first, we said we were going to talk about this on the last show, and that we saved it because Jared was not able to join us. Oh my god! As I was watching this, I was like, oh boy. <laughs> this so, is gonna come up at the show <laughs> yeah you know it would so quick update uh the measles outbreaks we haven't done that in a long time uh we are up to 1261 throughout the year which is way lower than any of us had predicted oh by by like lower. nearly 200 hmm. so uh, good job on the people for keep you know getting on top of it and keeping the cases down there were 10 New cases last month, six in September. So definitely calming down, I, I think, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, well, that's way better than March, which had, or April, which had 342 cases. Yeah. So yeah, way yeah. better. Way better. So maybe we'll be measles-free again if they can keep it under control. No thanks to the anti-vaxxers or homeopaths, apparently. There's an article on The Telegraph in the UK that talks about the fact that homeopaths were warning undercover reporters not to vaccinate their children. So reporters went undercover, pretended to be interested in uh, homeopathy, and they the homeopaths were saying, yeah, don't get your kids vaccinated because uh, it's, it's complete, uh, you know, bogus and causes autism. And not only are homeopathic medicine nothing, do nothing for you, but the people distributing them are actively trying to, to hurt society. Oh. Boo, I say. But the, the, the meat of the anti-vax stuff that I wanted to get to, if you saw it or not, uh, Bill Maher, two weeks ago on, uh, what the hell's the name of it? Real Time with Bill Maher, had on a, he claimed to not be an anti-vax guy, but Sorry. <laughs> pretty much was. Uh, interviewed him and Bill Maher hey, you know, maybe we don't have any proof that vaccines cause autism, but we don't have any proof that we that it, they don't. And prove a negative. <laughs> until you can tell me exactly where cancer comes from and why it does what it does, I'm not going to believe anything you say. And This was guest or was this host? It was host. host. Who mm. said this? Yeah. yeah. Basically, he was, his argument was if we don't have perfect knowledge, we shouldn't listen at all. So Jay, Dr. Jay Gordon was the guy who he was interviewing, and he kept going on about the uncertainty in medicine as a reason to doubt the safety 
and use of vaccines. Mm. It was infuriating. Maher took that and just ran with it. He said that unless doctors can tell him exactly what causes cancer and exactly how to cure it, then he won't shut up about asking questions about medical issues. So, okay. Jared, what's your take what? on this? No, I'm sorry. I left. I'm not here. <laughs> uh, well, as I was watching it, I was like, where where the fuck is this going? Right? And um, what I think Bill was trying to say was, look, we don't know. We It's true. We don't know. it. We find things out all the time about stuff, you know, so nobody really ever knows and, and this and that. And he was, but, you know, he kept saying, like, you should vaccinate, but you just don't know. And I kind of felt like he wasn't being so, he was, Bill himself wasn't being anti-vax. He was just being like, we don't know, man. You know, you never know what's going to fucking happen. And I was like, you are not helping Uh the cause in any way by doing this. The doctor. Go ahead. My problem with him saying that is it gives it fuels the fire of anti-vaxxers. It, oh, Bill Maher is on my side now because he said that you know we don't know, so we have to you know protect our children and by not protecting our children. Right. It wasn't <laughs> like he came out and he was like, "Hey, vaccines cause autism." I'm telling you right now. He was just like, you know, we don't know what this. We don't know how anesthesia works. We just don't know. And I was like, "Yeah, that's true." But you are not. You're not doing a good service to the world right now. Yeah. Uh, and the doctor is just full of shit. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, so uh, someone looked it up. I think it was Adam or Cole that that was the same doctor that was on Penn and Teller's bullshit when they were doing their thing about vaccinations. Right. Using him as the fucking idiot who was against it. So I, I don't I don't understand why Bill did this other than, you know, to be like, I'm smarter than all of you. And I just don't you know, you just don't know. So you don't know. It was very, I did not like it at all. No. I was not happy with how that went. And then to layer on top of that, to have Dennis Prager on the show afterwards mm-hmm. was, it was like a one-two punch where I was like, what the fuck? Why would you give this piece of shit a platform to talk? I understand, you know, Bill's like, I have everybody on, it doesn't matter. But like, that guy is just spitting out straight up lies racist shit and the doctor spitting out in my opinion straight up fucking lies right so i mean i know a couple people who are like hardcore bill maher fans are like done i'm done with him Mm. that's ridiculous i'm not there yet i mean i watched the show again this week but i was not happy i haven't been happy the past couple years with the guests that he's been pulling on there like ben shapiro milo tommy laren like i don't understand why he pulls these guys up but he doesn't pull far left progressives out either like anybody from the young turks or you know any of these people right yeah i i like the fact that he brings people on from the far right because like he says on the show he brings them on and he he likes the to get the argument going and get the you know both sides and not surround himself in a bubble but at the same time when you go too far like milo and Mm. uh prager like these people propagate lies and to to enable that and to give them a a ground to stand on so that they could, you know, to continue to propagate. Yeah, it's not right. He shouldn't be doing that. Or maybe it's more that I was like, oh, Dennis Prager's on. Okay, Bill's going to rip into him. But they don't really, he doesn't really do that. He doesn't. Yeah. I mean, he had fucking Roger Stone on one time and they were very buddy buddy. (laughs) And I was like, you know, I was like, and and, and listen, if you're going to do that again, I say, make it equal. Get some, get some people from the Young Turks on there. 
and as far as like giving a platform to Andy Vaxxers is isn't my line. I mean, again, I don't mind having dissenting opinions on there if you're going to. You have to balance it, though. If you're going to balance it. And the fact that Bill was not like fully on board, but was not helping. I didn't like any of that. But I mean, listen, give, give me a couple more shows. If he has fucking somebody else. I mean, I might give up, too. I don't know. Hmm. But I was well, not happy. I was not happy at all. We haven't given up on him either, but uh, man, that it was that was a rough watch. I, it did bring me to this article, though, that I want to mention, an article on science-based medicine by David Gorski. It's called Dichotomous Thinking and Uncertainty in Medicine and in Science. So dichotomous thinking is basically the black and white argument that mm. his argument of, well, we don't know, therefore we can't trust you with anything. And this article... Let me, let me give you a quote from it. It says, we really need to teach our children that in science, there is no such thing as absolute proof and that medical and scientific conclusions are supported by evidence and subject to change and revision in the face of new evidence. Then there would be less for quacks to work with when they try to persuade people that science is unreliable and their treatments provide certainty. Science is not a certainty. It's based on evidence. I think that is right. something that needs to be clearly stated because, yeah, just because we don't have the answers to everything doesn't mean any answer we give you is worthless. Or, or even questionable. We know that there are a lot of diseases that will kill you and there are vaccines that will prevent you from getting those diseases in 98% of the time. Really, you should just do that. That is a fact. That we know. That is a scientifically provable, countable phenomenon. Trust that. And there is no scientific evidence at this point, other than anecdotal, that um, autism has anything to do with vaccinations. It just so happens that autism starts displaying itself at the age when you get a lot of vaccinations. That's the connection. <laughs> right. And under Bill's stupid theory, like, you know how many things I wouldn't touch or do? You know, because, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of shit people don't know about, you know, so... Right. We take the best information that we have based on the evidence that we have available and we move forward and we, we continue to question those those uh, hypotheses and those, those theories and, and those assertions and we improve on them over time. That's what science is. That's yeah, one thing that I think a lot of people don't understand is if you really want to get your name big in the scientific field, prove another scientist wrong. Like, sure. that is a big way for people to start listening to you. If you come out and say, hey, that, that theory that you have about this, that's wrong, and here's the evidence why, I mean, that speaks way louder than the people who come up with new theories. Like, But I've seen that argument used on the other side, though, when something like that happens. When they go, well, f you know, for years we thought A, and now we know B, so what the fuck do you know? <laughs> and, you know, and, you know now we know better. And, well, and a, a true scientist will go, yeah. Now we know better. Right. But they'll use it as an excuse not to vaccinate their children. That's just stupid. Well, I'm just, you know, I mean, on anything, yeah. same thing with climate change. They'll just be like, yeah. hey, we thought, you know, there was going to be a new ice age for how many years? And now there isn't. So what do you guys know? Hmm. You know, it's, I mean, listen, you can't win. But yeah. back to Bill. I think what's going on with Bill is he is super, super fucking nervous that woke culture and progressiveness is going to lose the election and have Donald Trump win again. Right. He, I sure. think he, and a lot of people in the, in mainstream media and, and higher ups and billionaires and shit like that, they're just fucking scared shitless. So I don't think that's why he has on far left people. I think that's why he's shitting all over Bernie and Warren and embracing Klobuchar. 
I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he might be on the edge of pulling a Dennis Miller. <laughs> to be uh, honest with it's you, it's possible. I suppose. I mean, I mean, I, I wouldn't discount the fact that he's an e- egotistical asshole either. <laughs> well, he is, and that's what I love about him. But I think he's also he just is like. If we stay down this, I mean, a lot of people are convinced that if it's if Bernie or Elizabeth Warren is the is the option to Trump, that that's just too far fucking left for the country, and that that Trump will win in a goddamn landslide. We need a centrist like Biden, <laughs> Klobuchar, Michael Bloomberg. I mean, like Ugh. it's insane. But they're older. I don't know. You just, there's just, there's just not. I mean, they don't really. I mean, does Bill really have his finger on the pulse of what's really going on? No. Yeah, I don't. With I people. don't think he does anymore. And it's no. and it's true that they say most people forty five and under are way more in for Medicare for all and programs like this. And over sixty, they're fucking scared shitless. Right. And I'm talking just liberals, not you know. So I don't know, but it's not my job to defend the fucking guy just because I watch him. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you got a Karen. You got a big. Uh-huh. Full caps, thank you from Jeff for the uh, egotistical asshole comment. So that's what I love about him. <laughs> I mean, it, it's useful at times, but man, he gets stuck on these ideas, and it's happened a couple times that he gets stuck on an idea, and you're like, just he's a, stop. He, he's a fucking know it all. He's a know it all. Yes, yes, yeah. But you know, that and th- this thing and bread. I don't understand. He's going to campaign <laughs> against bread, and it makes no sense to me. But yeah, his thing about food too sometimes annoys me. Just because he's like, you know, people eat shit all the time, and I'm like, not everybody's fucking rich and can hire a chef and get good food. You know, I'm like, right? Just you know, mm-hmm. listen. A lot of these people look at Howard Stern. I mean, he's fucking lost it. <laughs> <laughs> lost it. He is no longer in touch with anything. I think it's when you're just rich and famous for longer than you weren't rich and famous. Well, you get isolated from the people that you're supposed to be representing. Yeah. And the people you're trying to communicate with. You, you can't relate to them anymore. Yeah. The life you live is significantly different, so. So if y'all thought I was going to get on here and defend Bill, you were wrong. <laughs> I, was- I was curious, but uh, he didn't leave you a whole lot of room to defend him too much. No. No. So, all right. In the same vein of... Stupid ideas as anti-vaxxers. The people who just, I've completely lost my shit about this week. Flat earthers. There's an article on The Guardian that talks about the fact that in Brazil, 7%, roughly 7% of the population of Brazil are flat earthers, according to (laughs) estimates and polling. 7%. Now, I didn't know how many people lived in Brazil when Ray mentioned this earlier, so I looked it up. And there are 210 million people. I just Living spit, in Brazil. just spit on myself when you said that, but go on. <laughs> so that a- means that according to the polls and the estimates, 11 million Brazilians believe that the earth is flat. Now, this is a highly religious country, and according to the polls, it noted that believers in, in flat earth were far more likely to be religious or poorly uh, educated or both. That seems to explain a lot of shit in our own country. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. Definitely does. So one of the reasons why it's it's so so big is that there's this guy Alavo de Carvalho, a former astrologer. I when Karen and I were talking about it, I think I had said astronomer because I had thought it said astronomer, but no, it's astrologer. So that makes, well, that makes a little more bit sense. more sense. <laughs> uh, he is has been touted by uh, Bolsonaro, who is the president of Brazil, as an intellectual guru. 
And he tweeted, I didn't study the subject of the flat earth. I just watched a few videos of experiments that showed what uh, that aquatic surfaces are flat. And so far, I have found nothing to refute them. <laughs> Expert. <laughs> yeah. So apparently having this guy tweet this and back flat earth flat earthers has caused it to really explode in brazil this guy also has claimed that pepsi is sweetened by aborted fetuses and that wow. oral sex can cause cancer both those things are true what are you talking I've, <laughs> both of those seems both of those things seem significantly more plausible than flat earth right significantly <sighs> shockingly i think i've heard that pepsi theory before and i learned the other one from uh what's his name <laughs> uh, who's that actor? Michael Douglas. Well, with HPV, there's kind of a kernel of truth to it. <laughs> so, hmm. <laughs> not that oral sex causes cancer, but yes, causes. He no. said he Can got throat cancer from giving his wife oral sex. I believe HPV. he said that. Yeah, but I, that seems <laughs> unlikely that it was true. Uh, Ian, he watched a couple videos on YouTube. <laughs> I refute that now. Uh, <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> not a guru like they got. Well, I mean, science doesn't know everything, so clearly we need to make it even open as a possibility. Right. Exactly. Yeah, can you tell me exactly what's in fucking Pepsi? No. No. There. Proof. So the when one did thing everybody get so fucking dumb? <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I wanted to bring up with this guy, when Bolsonaro uh, and and this guy was in Washington D.C. Uh, when they came to the the state visit in March, so they're in D.C. visiting with the Trump administration. Who'd they have dinner with and and talk to? Steve Bannon in <laughs> March this year. So. I don't know what the link is there, if if Breitbart is doing something to, to back their play, or if it's just a political thing for Bolsonaro, but that's how important this guy is. When the president of Brazil came to Washington, he brought this guy with him. The so, guru. Yeah, the guru. <laughs> the the intellectual guru. flat earth fetus in your Pepsi guru. Nice. So we have, we, have we talked specifically about the um, seeming conspiracy to actually keep people stupid? I mean, that's oh, the, the, it's not a conspiracy. It's <laughs> it's right out on Front Street, dude. Well, yeah, but yeah. it is a conspiracy. It's just not a secret. <laughs> right, right, sure. Yes. Well, if that's true, what are they doing that that we're missing? What's well, that? They're like putting the, church in schools. Oh, yeah. the, okay. I thought you meant like a chemical or something or some TV oh, show. No, <laughs> no, I don't think it's fluoride or anything like that. No, no I think they're specifically trying to not educate people. They don't want people to go to college. They don't want people to, they want people to have religion in school. Uh, it, it seems to be purposeful. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at, look at what Betsy DeVos is doing on a daily basis. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Apathetic, docile masses do not revolt against their governments. There you go. Yeah. How long before they the outlaw day. reading and books? Uh, not yeah. too terribly long. Pepper in a little reality TV, a little extra corn syrup on everything. Mm, I'm content. <laughs> Actually, they could probably outlaw books right now. There'd probably be no fucking change. <laughs> nope. Well, yeah. well, I mean, there's been book burnings for how many years? I mean, that's, that's still an active thing. How many times do you hear stories about, well, they took, you know, the Grapes of Wrath or whatever the hell book they're after at the moment out of the library because it was controversial. It happens all the time. Yeah, they're Keeping just not actively, stupid. you know, having the big bonfires in public. Sure. So a uh, from the Center for Inquiry, Jim Underdown wrote a thing, and part of it said that the flat earther 
the whole movement, like the reason it's getting bigger, not only in Brazil, but in the US, in the UK, uh, it, it comes from YouTube. You talk to most any flat earther, and a lot of them are like, well, I thought it was silly until I watched those videos. Like, almost everybody mentions videos on YouTube. So his article says, any crackpot with a sixth grader's knowledge of computers, which is actually a pretty decent level of knowledge of computers, but uh, anybody with that level of knowledge can design and launch a website or shoot and edit a YouTube video and... People of the world can search and share their same fetishes, dopey ideas, or sick fantasies. And it allows people to gather into a pool, even though they don't physically have to. And they can have a voice that's fairly loud compared to the, to the number of people that they have that makes their argument more, more potent and to get more people included. So, uh, I don't know who wants so the, to, uh, so the internet's going to destroy the world is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who wants to be down on the social media with it? Well, I mean, the, w along with the prolifer proliferation of knowledge becomes the pr proliferation of nonsense. Sure. Yeah. But it seems I mean, like the nonsense is just gaining steam. I mean, yeah. look at, look at Donald Trump is our president uh, of the United States of America. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to just take that in for a second? Yeah. yeah. Like, that only happens in the internet age. Yeah, I really True. think it does. Or reality TV age. I, no. Which is kind of the same thing. I don't even <laughs> believe that. I, I don't believe that if that show had been around, well, I mean, if the show was around but no internet, I don't think he gained steam. These people, like, the shit that is flying around that, like, I remember we all thought, or at least they touted back in the 90s, this is it. It's an awakening. We're going to be more connected. You could find out anything you want at any time. And what did mm. people do? They glommed on to dumb shit. <laughs> Don't you talk bad about my porn. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, that is the first thing that all new technology is used for. Yeah, but porn it's didn't get porn. Donald Trump elected. <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't, how? How do you figure that? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I mean, and I'm sure there is, but I don't see any flat earth porn or anti-vaccine porn <laughs> or QAnon porn. And well, he's looked. The, yeah. What's, what is it? Rule 358 or something? If, 34. You know, 34, rule 34. If, if an idea is out there, there's porn about it. Yeah. Basically. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, back in like, was it 2008? I saw a hot porn that uh, somebody was dressed up like uh, Sarah Palin. And I think she had sex with Joe Biden. It was awesome. <laughs> but it didn't make me vote for Sarah Palin. <laughs> Palin Palin, yeah. <laughs> Classic. I do like the uh, the meme that Grinch put up uh, from Dr. Cox from Scrubs that says, I'm fairly sure that if they took porn off the internet, there would be only one website left, and it would be called Bring Back the Porn. <laughs> hey, listen, Pornhub does good things. <laughs> That's a true story. It keeps people busy, if nothing else. <laughs> no, I mean, like, they make... I think they do, like, charities and and all kinds of crazy shit. Mm. Mm. But... I think you're correct about that. You know, instead of learning about other countries and cultures and expanding our knowledge, we went for insane shit. Okay, so at the concert on we went to last week, it's we're surrounded by Slayer t-shirts. It was Slayer and every single Cannibal Corpse. It was every... You know, a heavy metal band you could think of in the universe, and then two people walking up, Pornhub, and I forget what the other one was. Oh, uh, um, brazers. brazers, brazers. That was yeah. It, it was a yeah. couple. They had couple yeah. T-shirts on. The guy was wearing a Pornhub <laughs> T-shirt, and she was wearing a Brazers T-shirt. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that's weird. 
Uh, and yes, Grinch, Napalm Death, and Morbid Angel were definitely represented. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, anything thrash metal, heavy metal you can think of was there. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. Uh, if we, uh, we'll, I think we're going to circle back around to stupidity, but the, there's a ton mm-hmm. of Trump stuff, so I'm going to keep moving. <laughs> I did want to mention this real quick. LGBTQ news. Uh, there was an article article that came up, and originally I wasn't going to include it because the article basically says if you are an LGBTQ artist and that and your lifestyle is represented in your art, you're probably going to have a bad time in Russia, and mm. that's not news. So no. <laughs> I didn't yeah. really think I was going to include it. But there was a quote, and this is from an activist, an anti-gay activist. So there was an art show, an LGBTQ art show happening in Russia, and there was an anti-gay protest going on. And one of the activists said, they don't irritate us as long as they don't promote their inclinations. If they just stay quiet and make their same-sex love, God bless them, because one can't go against their nature, even though it is against traditional Russian values. But when they start trying to impose their views through their so-called art on others, we protest. Who said this? This was an anti-gay activist at the at the art exhibit. So, so they, they're not allowed to have an art exhibit because other people might see it? Right. And uh, the thing that got me was, what's... What really keyed in for me was the fact that it's their propaganda. It it sounds like they're trying to sell you on being gay. Mm. That is not what any LGBTQ person is trying to do. <laughs> well, it is a cho- it is a choice, Ray. So you know, I know that's the argument, and no, it's not. <laughs> and you you could be convinced, you know, just to make that choice that one day to be I, gay. And I will never understand that. So yeah, and then so- I'll feel weird about it later. <laughs> <laughs> so the people, all the people who think that it's a choice and that at some point these people just chose to be different, do do they all have inclination? Like, are they all bisexual and they actually just chose? Yes. Because for me, it was never a choice. Like, I don't have a choice in this. <laughs> yes, you're right. They're all gay. <laughs> because if you could come to that conclusion, then you are gay. <laughs> uh, Okay. <laughs> no other arguments. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's the only possible conclusion I can come up with. Because much like you, I, I didn't decide to be straight. I just was. Right. You know? Nobody had to teach me how to do it. It's perfectly logical. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah. If you think that there is a, people are making a choice, then clearly you have made a choice or have, have made a choice to not, yeah, I know. Does anybody ever ask them that? Be like, well, if it is a choice, are you choosing not to be gay? And could you choose to be gay tomorrow just like that? Right. And if the answer is yes, then the person go, I think you're fucking gay. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least bye. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That was was kind of my point. But nobody's making an argument again. So I guess we're all on the same page on this. All right. Uh, There is also an article that I thought I would include that is kind of related. The Trump administration has proposed rules to allow adoption adoption services to discriminate against LGBTQ people. So it's just, no to, to me, there. that just, mm-hmm. I thought I would include it just because it sounds like an, just another way that Trump is trying to make us like Russia. <laughs> because that's perfectly fine in Russia. You want to discriminate oh, sure. against someone because they're lesbian or gay? Yep, there you go. Not not a problem. So, it's, I don't know, just another another thing that puts us on the Russian boat. 
Not shocking. Yeah. Mm, not at all. All right. Let's move on to the Trump stuff because there's there's quite a bit. I guess the big thing to mention is that tomorrow is the beginning of the impeachment and? inquiries, the public Woo! impeachment inquiries. <laughs> I've been waiting for the season to start up. <laughs> First episode. If we want to binge daily. It's mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> so I don't really, I mean, we don't have any real information about that. I mean, except for what we've already discussed, the fact that he's fucking admitted what he did. Yeah. It's directly illegal and now they're going to have a whole bunch of witnesses who heard them and who heard him do it and didn't like it and they're all going to say they're all going to back up the fact that he has committed a crime openly yeah. well he's committed extortion and or bribery yeah and that's only what we know about right now. right at the moment right so i do want to recommend this web page uh there's a web page <laughs> called what the fuck just happened today.com um that goes over Things that, you know, just happened today in the land of Trump. Uh, A few things that were in there that I found interesting. Uh, Laura Cooper, who is a deputy assistant secretary of defense for Russia, Ukraine and Eurasia. uh, She told the impeachment investigators, this is one of their release transcripts, that Trump directed the mid-freeze July or the mid-July freeze in military aid to Ukraine through the Office of Management and Budget. So there was always this question of, well, can we link it to the president? Are we sure that the aid was stopped because of this? And yes, according to the Assistant Secretary of Defense, yes. He ordered the Office of Management and Budget to stop the aid. Oh, and who runs that department? Mick Mulvaney. Oh! And who's also... (laughs) And who happens just, to be the, uh, what's, what is it? Chief of Staff. Chief of Staff. Chief of Staff, right. The acting Chief, Chief of Staff, Meg Mulvaney. Isn't he head of the FBI, too? <laughs> no. And uh, rumor is today he's been telling people all across the White House is that Trump can't fire him because he knows too much. <laughs> well, didn't Mulvaney just try to jump into John Bolton's lawsuit? To- Not Bolton's. He did. Somebody else's. Yeah. No, yeah. I was going to say, I don't think Bolton was involved, but he did, for a hot minute, try to be like, uh, I know too. you don't want me to testify, but I think the judge said I have to. <laughs> I mean, it's out of my hands. And then finally, Trump was like, listen, dude, cut it out. And he was like, fine, I won't testify. Are you yeah. sure? He jumped yes. out to this afternoon, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's back out. So wait a minute. Because what I heard was is he tried to jump into Bolton's lawsuit. <laughs> that That is true. So there was a right, lawsuit. And Bolton was like, go fuck yourself, because I hate you. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know if it was Bolton's lawsuit. It was a lawsuit that Charles Kupperman started last month. I don't know. Maybe Bolton was jumping on that train as well. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what it yeah. was. But I heard something where they were like, Bolton and Mulvaney do not like each other, or at least Bolton fucking hates him. Right. And was like, no, you're not getting in on this. <laughs> so Mulvaney- and then I heard, But then I heard that Mulvaney was, did his own. Yes. But now, now you're telling me he's out. Well, Correct. He glommed onto somebody else's, but then he bailed again. Yeah. So every day there's a change. So like three days ago, he's like, I'm going to join this lawsuit. And then yesterday he says, nope, I'm doing my own lawsuit. And then today he withdrew the request and uh, he said that, yeah, he's going to plan to file or no, he's not filing his lawsuit, that he is protected by absolute immunity of the White House. Oh, shit. Not nope. a thing. That's not a thing. What a... <laughs> Yeah, but so he was going to turn on him and then he was like, no. And then what did Trump offer him something? I mean, obviously, we're in speculation area now. 
I don't think it was Trump. I don't know. I heard on CNN that Trump and and his administration, the White House, are furious at Mulvaney for stirring up a hornet's nest with this. And I don't I don't really understand the the logic there. But maybe because he was going to join in on this lawsuit and then didn't. I I don't know. I mean, he went up in front of the press and said, yes, we there was quid pro quo. They're pissed off at him about that. Every time he gets into the news, they get more pissed off at him, I think. He's getting press. Trump doesn't like it when other people get press. Well, not this kind of press, but... No, especially not this kind of press. <laughs> I mean, the way, it, it, the, I think- the way I read it was is that, like, he was, like, sweating because he's like, oh, my God, they'll throw anybody under the fucking bus, and I'm probably next. Sure, he is. Yeah, so, probably next. So maybe they got, maybe they got, you. maybe someone's like, dude, you're just in much trouble as us. So you go start flapping your mouth. <laughs> we will throw you under the bus. Maybe. And the whole idea of going to the, the third branch of the government and asking if it's okay if the second branch of the government can subpoena the first branch of the government is bullshit anyway, because they are co equal branches of government. The House does not need the permission of the courts to subpoena the executive branch. That's not how it works. Right. Well, is it? But again, this is how I view this, and I could be wrong. Like, especially like in Bolton's case, this is just I need to protect my political ass in the future. And sure. if you say to me, "Well, you testified against a, a sitting Republican president," you can go. Court told me I had to. What could I do? Doesn't I matter. had to do it. The, the House told you you had to. Right. But he's That's enough. But be, but he's getting a an order from another co-equal branch telling him not. Which one do I follow? Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> but the thing is, it's it's he's pretty much well telegraphing that he does want to testify. Yeah, like true. It, because even he was like, "Well, I got to go through the court system first. I got to make sure this is right because I got to protect my ass." And the Democrats are like, "Ah, eh, fuck it, we don't need your testimony." And then his lawyer's like, "No, no, we got other shit." <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing, the problem is, it's it's a bait and switch though, because once you set that precedence that the House does not have authority co-equal authority you have to go through the courts then everything has to go through the courts and then they're not co-equal anymore right and i think that's something that that they're trying to avoid even like Schiff said we're not going to pursue that we're just going to include this as another article of obstruction right because it is obstruction to not respond to a house uh, um inquiry well is it is it more that he's but is it more that he's just like it's not so much a ruling as he's asking for like i need the court to weigh in on which which thing it's, I do, still, and the court would go. You go and you go because you got subpoenaed by their. It's improper though because you don't need the court's permission. I, the house is a co-equal branch. You have to do what they ask I, you to I do. I would agree with what subpoena. Jared said though. I think from Mulvaney's point of view, that is why he's doing it. But yeah, but it's, the it, house is not going to fall for yeah, it. Yeah, it's just it's like, not, but it, I, I don't. Think, I, I just I again I could be wrong. I got the impression that they weren't so much asking permission. They were asking like, which what do, what do I do here when I have two conflicting orders. And the court would just be like, well, we looked at it and you got an order to appear. You got to appear. I, I, I think probably the court would say. Or the court might go, between, we're not even going to answer that question. We're, go not, yeah, we're not getting in the middle of this. <laughs> That's the proper answer. Yeah, we're not it, getting in the middle of this. Very similarly, a uh, the federal judge that dismissed Trump's lawsuit. Uh, so he filed, Trump's attorneys filed in Washington, D.C., saying that these people can't look at my tax returns because uh, I mm-hmm. don't want them to. They don't have permission. And the, the the federal judge said, why are you filing it here in D.C.? Like, I know you're in D.C. now, but this is New York. You need to file right. this in New York. It's all dismissed. So I think the courts should react in the same way if it were to, to get to them and just say, yeah, I don't care that you're 
president is telling you not to testify, the House summoned you. This isn't something I decide. Dismissed. Right. Right. I mean, if the if the House wanted to, they could jail them. The problem is, is that the Department of Justice would be responsible for picking them up and putting them in jail. Yeah. That's a bit of a problem. <laughs> I mean, and, and I mean, a bigger question for me is like, what fucking political career do you have ahead of you, John Bolton? Yeah. Mm. Like, I understand maybe Mick Mulvaney is like, but these people cannot fucking get out of politics. Like, give it up, dude. You're old. Just relax. Well, he's worried about his legacy. That is gone. Well, your legacy shit already. Like, right. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you had this in the list, but fucking Jeff Sessions running for Senate again? Yeah. Are you shitting me? <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Go relax. <And> <laughs> Putting out a, I don't know how you describe it, a, an ass kissing, a begging video to Trump. Oh, that was yeah, it was a begging video, without a doubt. I didn't see this. I'd like oh, my Senate was, seat back, please, Mister. It was pathetic. Oh. It was pathetic. He basically wow. he basically comes out and instead of being like, "Hey, I'm Jeff Sessions and I used to be your senator and I worked in the, I was the attorney general and here's what I'm going to do for the state." All he did was talk about what he didn't do when he got fired. I didn't write a book. I didn't go tell an, uh, do a tell-all interview. I did everything the glorious leader wanted. I didn't say word one. Can I have my Senate seat back? Hmm. Wow. And the answer is going to be from Trump. No. No, he gonna... said nice things about me. It's a great mm-hmm. guy. Is Jeff Sessions running as a Republican? Yeah. Then <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. You guys notoriously overthink all of this. It <laughs> just it kills me every week. <laughs> You give people so much credit and so much sensibility. It just... Don't you see what a quagmire of shit we're in? Uh, yeah. Well, we did start off with, you know, how stupid the Flat Earthers were and the, how how prolific they are. And... <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I am, you know, odds are he's going to get a seat back. absolutely going to be a senator again. No. Not a doubt in my mind. The Keebler Elf will be back. Yeah, absolutely. You think he could beat Doug Jones? Uh, yeah. Yes. The only reason Doug Jones won is because he ran against a, a pedophile. Mm, yeah. Otherwise, but, otherwise, that is a deep red state. Oh, there's no doubt. But, I mean, half of those people, or a little more than half, voted for uh, Doug Jones. I mean, granted, oh, but, I, I mean, I'm not saying that Roy Moore is, or that Jeff Sessions is worse than Roy Moore, but. No, he's, he is significantly better than Roy Moore in, yeah. the, in the eyes of the people. Right. But yes. he's got some, he's got some stink on him now. Doesn't matter. Plus, the he ad the... was the ad was fucking awful. But yeah, it doesn't, those, no, those it doesn't people ma- have gone nose blind. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. He is the return to normalcy. Well, from what Go- I understand, Doug Jones is pretty centrist, so not much has changed. Yeah. But no, yeah, but he's got that and awful D next to his name. I understand yeah. that. So, a couple other things on Trump. Uh, I wanted to mention Giuliani, uh, one of his associates, Lev Parnas, claimed that he traveled to Ukraine in May with his business partner, partner, Igor Fruman, to pressure Zelensky's administration at Giuliani's discretion. And nobody disputes that the meeting occurred. But Giuliani was basically saying, well, yeah, but I I just did it to cover my ass. (laughs) Like, I don't know what planet Giuliani is from that he thinks, well, I was doing it to cover my ass, so that justifies everything. <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, Ian, Ian may yell at me, but... <laughs> Not I, much, I, just I, a little bit. Go I, ahead. <laughs> I really think that Rudy Giuliani might go to jail. Mm. Like, I'm not entirely... I was waiting for, for Ian to retort. No, well, it's I- not... It's I'm with Jared. It's not. It's not so far out of the question. 
that he's broken a lot of laws. He's not well liked or important anymore. So, well, answer me this: of what and you he's guys not think. top tier enough to right. to right. to totally skate. I mean, he Does never, he, know he never, much? he never got a job in the right. administration. So Trump, personal lawyer, yeah, yeah, but. Do, I guess the bigger question is, does there need to be a sacrificial lamb for this? A few, yes. But but I'm saying, and you know Trump, like he just can't admit wrong. So if somebody, no. you know, like can, if they're like, look, somebody's got to go down for this or we're all going down. And Rudy is a complete fucking idiot. <laughs> like, but again, but I also know Trump where he's like, no, everybody's perfect. Everything I did was perfect. I mean, look what he said about the phone call yeah. to the other Republicans, they're like, stop saying that the phone call was wrong, but it's not impeachable. The phone call was perfect, and keep what does saying that mean? because if it, because if you say it was well, I don't agree with what the president did, and it was clearly wrong, but it's not impeachable. Then Trump did something wrong. Mm, still, I and I he yeah. and as we all know, the glorious leader doesn't shit. Always shoots a hole in one. It's it's kind of down those fashy lines. <laughs> mm, sure. Um, and they're trying to give him an out, and he's like, nope. Now they got to go on. They got to defend this. They got to say the fucking call was perfect. Tomorrow so- is going to be so interesting <laughs> to watch them jump through fucking hoops to defend this fucking phone call. So uh, speaking of Trump shitting his pants, for some reason, Reddit wandered down a path of um, Trump wears diapers for a while <laughs> over this past week. Adult diapers. And that it, because of all the Adderall, he snorted. That it's it affected him and, you know, he can't breathe and he shits himself now. Like, man, there are thir- certain things I just didn't need to know and that was one of them. Uh, Adderall makes you shit yourself? Yeah, I've I never just... heard that before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Snorting it, I guess. <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> I've never shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think I've never snorted Adderall, you're a fool and we've never met. <laughs> well, I, I, I take... Habitually over the past 20 years. I take no, Adderall... goodness! I take Adderall every day. And I have you snort it? No, but I mean, <laughs> would you like to start? <laughs> <laughs> do you do you, do you snort it to the to the point where your eyes are your pupils are dilated all the to time? Adderall? That's the theory. Oh, that's been no. the theory for a long time. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, using it pharmaceutically is different than abusing it. I know because I can take an Adderall and then go take a nap. Do <laughs> <laughs> well, you remember the picture of him uh, and part of this whole? thing also was that he also uh, abuses Sudafed the, or you know pseudofedrin or whatever it is whatever it is the, the picture of him with the um, the taco bowl saying that you know that Trump Tower makes the best uh, taco salads in the world mm-hmm. if you if you look behind him in the drawer there is a stack of Sudafed boxes really <laughs> yeah maybe he's got bad allergies that would explain I, the sniffing <laughs> or he he, t- he takes it recreationally <laughs> see i i mean as funny as that is i find it I only find it unlikely because he won't drink either. Like, and he won't drink because I guess his brother had a heavy drinking problem. Right. His brother died of alcoholism, right. I believe. Yeah. But then again, I guess this dumbass might go, well, I'm not drinking, so right. I'm fine. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, yeah, it, I mean, it certainly would explain some of his inability to string to get a, a sentence together. This, this is the mentality of, well, I don't exercise because we can only do so much in our life and <laughs> exercise uses it all up. Right. Yeah, look at Jimmy Carter. He's almost dead because of all the fucking houses he's built yeah, he's at 95. Al- he's also almost 100. <laughs> he is in the hospital at the moment. He had, he fell a while ago and he has a he had a brain bleed and he had pressure on the brain. So he just got out of surgery earlier today. So think a good thought for... And he's building the fucking house President right Carter. now. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> 
I don't no. know. Do you, does everybody here think Trump's doing Adderall or on some drug? Yeah, I I find uh, I would find it unlikely, but nothing is going to surprise me at this point. If you look for pictures of um, Trump with um, pupils that are unnaturally large, there's a lot of them out there. Why are we sure that it's Adderall and not good old cocaine? Because I mean, he's so fat? Maybe. Hmm. Well, what, what, is, what, what does Adderall do to you when you sniff it? For anybody who might have done it in this podcast. Give you, just give you a little pep and focus. Better or worse than cocaine? Oh, way less. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Theoretically. <laughs> supposedly, it does affect the digestive system. It can cause constipation, diarrhea, nausea, stomach pain, and vomiting. Oh, I have no doubt. That's a prescription drug. That sounds like the side effect of every prescription drug commercial exactly. <laughs> I've ever seen. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. But it'd be, like I said, abusing, though, is different than pharmaceutical usage. So, All and, right. as far, and as far as the 3 a.m. tweets and stuff like that, I heard mm. someone, someone was talking that the guy drinks 15 Diet Cokes a day. Right, that's sure. a lot Lots of goddamn of caffeine. caffeine, and who knows what that aspartame is doing to his brain, fermenting it or yeah. something. <laughs> like, so, I did like it when Jeff said constipation and diarrhea. Rough, <laughs> it is. <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I, I give it a high probability. Anybody, I mean, he doesn't sleep. That would also be, a, you know, indicative of, of taking stimulants of various sorts. That right. is so, true. What? My sleep is, is like I don't sleep. <laughs> I mean, for for a while, because of my allergies, one of my doctors put me on just twenty four hour allergy with pseudoephedrine in it, and it was not it was a mild dose. But I slept like four hours a night, and I was going, I was rolling. It was all good. And so, just to check bad. back in really quickly, guys, mm. what are we talking about, and why? Where are we going with this? <laughs> poopy pants. That's all I got. He probably does. Well, yeah. You know. I, actually, can you explain to me what happened on Reddit? I don't. I I lost all this. Oh no! It was I kept seeing stories about it, about how he wears adult diapers. You said about his shitting his pants, so it was all kinds of stories about it. It was bizarre. The other thing this week was how he always stands like Rosie from the Jetsons. Yeah, that <laughs> is that very weird. Yes, yeah, it really is. And now I, I, I think it was Jeff who, who said on Facebook earlier in the week. Now I can't, I can't unsee it. Unsee. Like, <laughs> constantly everywhere i see him he's got that leaning forward stance uh, credit to seth myers who's been on that for months now constantly asking why does he fucking stand like this <laughs> it's weird it's uh, people are supposing that he has lifts in his shoes but that doesn't make sense he's fairly tall as we, we, we think that. yeah we got that we got that medical report on dr oz years ago <laughs> like six seven <laughs> 215 pounds, pure muscle. Some people say, yeah. some people say 7 one Ian. <laughs> some people some are people. saying it. <laughs> some people. Yeah. I heard it. All right, a couple more things I wanted to hit. Nikki Haley has put out a mm. new memoir entitled <sighs> With All Due Respect, in which she has said that former Secretary of State Rex Tillerson and former Chief of Staff John Kelly both went to her together to try to recruit her to ignore Trump and help them work around him. To she save says, the country. Right, to save the country. He, he, she says mm. that uh, the two of them confided in her that when that they were resisting the president, they were, weren't being sub insubordinate. They were trying to save the country. She declined. <laughs> and I said found that, it was that dangerous. interesting because those two people, I mean, of, of the people that we've seen, I, I can see that happening with those two, Tillerson sure. and Kelly. But her response 
is disgusting mm. to all of this, where she says, well, I told them that is dangerous to go against a president and that they should take it up with him. And I said flat out, no, I am loyal. And then I happened to turn the news on this morning and they were doing a, a live interview with her. And the interviewer was like, do you believe that the president is a truthful man? And she says, absolutely. And she's like, he never lied to you ever, never. No, no, everything's been great. Everything from day one has been super great. Super great guy. Love him. Wow. Just right down the line. Shit all over Kelly and uh, Tillerson saying that the game they're playing is dangerous. And I'm like, how is trying to save the country dangerous? Right. And a lot of people are speculating that she's angling for the VP job because they keep saying that Pence is going to get shit canned. Yeah, but he's the key to the evangelical vote. Yeah, he's not. That's that's not accurate. She's trying to sell her book. Sure. That's all she's trying but to do. But why why praise? Oh, so she's praising Trump so Trump people will buy her book? Yeah. They don't fucking read. <laughs> but they'll buy books. Yeah. I don't know. A book. lot of people are saying that he's not happy with Pence for some reason. And that. Oh, yeah. Well, he creeps he him out, I'm sure. Know, I, and trust me, he doesn't need Pence anymore for that fucking vote. You heard what those those evangelicals said, that he's like the second coming. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you've got Paula White now praying for him constantly and saying how the demonic forces are working against him and everybody's trying to bring him down or being influenced by Satan. Holy crap. Mm. Oh, yeah. And our taxes are now paying her paycheck? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah, go Amy Klobuchar. Is that even an option to just pick a new running mate even though you're the incumbent? Yeah. Used to happen all the time. Really? Yep. Oh. It used because they used to they used to actually I believe it was even at the at the at the rallies, you know, for when they decide I mean, like, because it's not even a guarantee that the president will run again. You right, know, sure. like they used to have to vote him in. I think they might even still need to do it, but they used to do it sometimes you'd get a different VP. I think uh Roosevelt ended up yeah, Roosevelt had a, a VP for a while. FDR Roosevelt, not Teddy. <laughs> and uh, and then in his third term, he switched over to Truman. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. That. Yeah, I would. I would be like Ray said earlier. Almost nothing shocks me at this point. I would be genuinely shocked if they dump Pence. Were, yeah. yeah, dump Pence and went for a Haley Trump twenty twenty ticket. Mm. What well, What about an Ivanka Trump ticket? That wouldn't shock me at all. That hmm. would Trump Trump probably that would shock me beyond shocking me. <laughs> I don't know how I could recover from something like that. Oh, but couldn't you just love watching the other elected Republicans? There's nothing wrong with this. This is fine. There's no law saying you can't have your daughter as the vice president. <laughs> There's nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't play basketball. Exactly. And we brought that donkey out as the fucking kicker. So <laughs> yeah. Why not? So last I mean, thing the I- motherfucker. I'm sorry. Is promoting <laughs> his son's book on Twitter. Yeah. And telling people to vote for Sean Spicer on Dancing with the Stars. Right. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? They have tons to fucking impeach this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so the very last thing I wanted to talk directly about Trump was the staff memo that got put out for the Republicans. That so, if you're curious about what the, all the Republicans are going to be saying tomorrow, uh, we we already know mm-hmm. uh, they're going to be saying that the president's state of mind made it impossible to have committed an impeachable offense. Basically, that look, uh, he didn't think it was a, a illegal, therefore you can't impeach him. Mm. 
Whoa. Can I use that for robbing a bank? Yeah. Uh, Their defense <laughs> is he's too dumb. Pretty much. They're not yeah. going to word it that like, way. He's not, but... he's not competent enough to stand trial on his own. <laughs> no, so, no. What they're, so... no. What they're saying is, is that not that he's too dumb, that he didn't know he was breaking a law. Therefore, we can't do anything about it. Yeah. There are, there are four primary points to it. The July 25th call summary, the best evidence of the conversation, shows no conditionality or, or evidence of pressure. That's point number one. Second point is Zelensky and Trump have both said there was no pressure on the call. Whoop-de-doo. Um, third is the Ukrainian government was not aware of a hold on U.S. security assistance at the time of the call. And President Trump met with Zelensky and U.S. security assistance flowed to the Ukraine in September, both of which occurred without Ukraine investigating President Trump's political rivals. So that's because they got caught. So the arguments are thin and weak. The arguments are, well, yeah, we did that, but we didn't succeed. So we're incompetent. Right. So you can't charge us. Uh, well, that worked last time. I would mm. go with that. <laughs> we gave them the aid after we were found out. Right. Both people who are involved in committing this crime say that it was not a crime, and right. I didn't actually give a, a condition on the call, which is clear to anybody who reads the transcript, which is what he's promoting constantly. Right. Right. I love how they didn't know we were fucking them over right. while we were <laughs> fucking them over. So what's the problem? Yeah, I don't understand why that's a point. The, the government did not know that there was a hold on the security assistance at the time of the call. I think Ian put it best a couple weeks ago. These people don't even know how to criminal. <laughs> Ian didn't know I was sleeping with his wife the whole time I was sleeping with his wife. So how's that a fucking crime? Right. <laughs> not that sleeping with your wife is a crime. <laughs> I was going to say, I, mean, I don't think it's a crime per se, but I hear where you're going with this. I, I guess it's just. I'm still a good friend. He didn't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, having heard those points, it's it's that's pretty. Now, in reality, that is the thinnest, saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but right. in in this arena, yeah, that's that's again. Will it hold you up? Gotta just got. Of course, it, <laughs> it, you just gotta go with what worked last time. That was the defense last time. Well, just because I ordered these people to commit crimes and none of them were successful in committing the crimes, full exoneration? Okay, good enough. Yeah. Well, that was delivered by Barr, so. Yeah. He's still in charge of the police, so here we go again. But again, like, what is there? I mean, again, I mean, we're going to see some shit over the next couple weeks. Just, I mean, and I'm anxious to see them try to shit on a Purple Heart veteran. Mm. And like how I don't know how they're gonna twist this around, but oh, they'll go straight with he was he was born in the Ukraine. Yeah, no, I understand what they're gonna say, but mm. it, the guy's still a purple. He's a Purple Heart vet, right? You know, uh, how many Gold Star families and Purple Heart vets has Trump already shit on publicly that, with no, no, no repercussions? No, that that he's a completely separate. He can do whatever. He's Teflon. Don <laughs> can do whatever he wants. I want to see guys in the house do this and not like Laura Ingram or anybody else. Like somebody who's an actually elected official shit on a fucking vet for hours because mm-hmm. it's going to be every other five minutes that they're going to have to shit on him. And I and I don't know. I'm just curious. Well, how- who's I was going to say, who is already declared that they're not running again? Mm. It's a king. <laughs> He'll do it yeah. publicly. There you go. I don't know if he's on the committee, but. I have no idea. Does it, I don't think that'll stop him. Jordan will do it. He's oh. he'll do anything. Yeah, Jordan, oh, yeah, Jordan will. will do anything. Yeah. He, oh, he's, that's the he's key. Already, anything anything that keeps the focus away from 
all the sexual abuse that he let go on. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I heard more shit about that today. But that's the key of how they're going to do it. I yield my time to Representative Jordan, and they're just going to let him do it. Yep. So they do that, and then what? I mean, they don't have the votes to stop it. Who are they? I mean, like, if you're already a Trump supporter, you've already fucking bought into this shit. Right. Like, who are they trying to convince? Me? (laughs) Good luck, Jim Jordan. The the American people. All the people that are undecided. Yeah. The undecideds (sighs) that swing every fucking election, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Undecided, the most ignorant branch of humanity there is. I'm sorry. If you're undecided at this point, you have not been paying attention. Yeah. Well, they have the fantasy that it's going to be like the, the like the last time. I think we talked about this last week. That you know people will tune in their TVs and watch this, and people's hearts and minds will be changed. No, people will continue to watch their reality TV and YouTube and Netflix, and won't pay any attention to this. This is inconsequential Seriously. to the same number of people. Disney Plus just came out today. <laughs> right. <laughs> we are busy. <laughs> yeah, but it only had one episode of The Mandalorian. It didn't take that long. Come on. Right. <laughs> Right, but there's a lot of content out there. <laughs> there is a lot of content out there. So, so I've heard. I mean, you get to think back of when the last time this happened was um, with Clinton. Even back then, we didn't have as, you know, we didn't have a thousand channels to watch on the internet. There wasn't as much other stuff to keep us occupied. And they're, they're thinking in the past. Right, and that one was exciting. It was. Yeah, you, could, was... you know how many times you got to use the word blowjob in that trial? <laughs> a bunch! That is titillating! <laughs> I have a question. Hmm. Do you think that Lindsey Graham wakes up in the morning, looks at himself in the mirror and goes, I'm a strong man. Yeah. I have my own thoughts and I am doing the best for this country. Yeah. Or do you think that he looks at himself, he's like, I am a tremendous piece of shit and I will go wherever the power lies. I am the true definition of the word cuck. Like, like, do you think he knows what he's doing? I don't think that he thinks what he's doing makes him a piece of shit. He is a power at any cost Republican. Mm. He is a he. He's a like he's a he's a slightly more timid version of Mitch McConnell. Like, absolutely. Do I believe that a lot of people who are representatives in our government right now? <clears throat> I do it tend to think a lot of them are on the Republican side of the fence, that they have no interest in governing. They have no interest in the American people. They are only pursuing as much power as they can have for the sake of having power. Mm. That is so, why. So that's why I asked, do you think he is, he, do you think he's aware? He's like, I will do anything for power. I will sell my fucking soul. I will eat the shit sandwiches that Donald Trump serves to me. Yes. Okay, yep. that's all I wanted. I I, I want to yeah. know if he was deluding himself. Like he no. he's like he's oh my god, I'm such a wimp. I'm I have no backbone. I follow anybody who's in power. I'll never no, be like he, John McCain. <laughs> mm. No, he does not desire any of that. He only desires to be in power. Like he looks around at his life and he's like, "Is this worth eating another Trump shit sandwich?" Mm, damn right it is. I'm <laughs> hungry for lunch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Each each and every one of them. Are, are that same person. That's why... I don't know about each and every one. I, I think he has but, displayed enough personal intelligence that I agree with you. I think he's just all in at this point. There are others who are in with him, in with Trump, because they're just that fucking stupid. Mm. Well, there's always, you know, there's always seat fillers, toadies, and hanger honors. Right. But, I mean, 
I mean, even earlier in the show when we were like, I, I, I thought there was some some tone in the show where, where we were expressing shock that Jeff Sessions was trying to become a senator again. Hmm. Jeff Sessions is the same guy as Lindsey Graham and the same guy as Mitch McConnell. Of course he wants it back. Of course Bill Barr wants another shot at being attorney general. There is no limit to the amount of money and power that these guys desire. There's no limit. Right. Do you think they actually would enjoy, you know, vacationing in the Bahamas somewhere? No, they've done that. That's blasé. Right. But they don't want to they don't want an easy life that to to just, you know, spend the money that they've set aside. The power is the satisfaction. Right. It's not leading to an end game. That is I mean the power is the the juice. It's gotta be that because like I don't think Lindsey Graham I mean he's probably a millionaire, but he's probably not like He's well. He's very right. comfortable. He's good. He will. He will want for nothing in his life. But that's right. not enough. Right. And that I, is not enough to fill the hole in these fucking moral <laughs> vacuums that these people possess, where their innards should be. Mm. This is the only thing that drives them. Nothing is better than the power that they can exert over the peasants. Right. And the only thing they do what the peasants want is to the peasants keep them in power. Oh yeah, they don't. They don't. They're not there to to legislate on behalf of the state that put them in power. No, they couldn't give a shit about those dumb people. Nope, just give them what they think right. they want in a substandard those, way. Exactly, give those mouth breathing fucks more corn syrup, <laughs> more reality TV, yep. more. Add another. Add another day of the week for football, hmm. and they will be. You'll never hear another word of <laughs> Jeff. Who? Of Jeff? Complaint. What? No, I don't know what you're talking about. It's fucking Wednesday football night. <laughs> right? He just Wednesday night football. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> you must That's be. It. You must be right about that hole in their fucking soul that they can only fill with power. Because it, to me, the Jeff. Se- I mean, I know you're like you're uh, you're you can't believe that I'm shocked that Jeff Sessions would want to be a senator again. But I'm like, he's old. He went through all this. I'm like, you got to be fucking shitting me. Sit on your porch and drink lemonade and talk about how much you hate black people till till you <laughs> <Right>. fucking die. <laughs> right. Like what and again? There's and no he, joy in for, that for them. Right. For for poor people like us, that seems like the treat. But when you reach their tier, that's that's old hat. Like he spent spent his whole life sitting on his porch drinking lemonade, <laughs> talking about how much he hates minorities. He needs more. Anybody mm. can sit on their porch and, and talk shit about minorities, but only right. only somebody at this level can actually make those people suffer more. Mm. So well, yeah, there there must be a little tinge of hate in there because like not only could he sit on his porch little? and do that, but he could be like, oh, it's three o'clock. I got to go to that speaking engagement. They're gonna pay me one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and wow. then I got to go work on my book. And uh, Fox <laughs> News just called me in. I gotta. I'm gonna be on three shows tonight. I mean, like he could make money, you know. So yeah. wow, that's even fucking scarier than <laughs> yeah. that. They're just like, nope. I just want to fuck brown people over yeah. and poor people. Right. Keep them down. All right, we are going a little long, and I did want to mention a couple of things. I want to mention Stephen Miller, who shocking uh-huh. news came out. <laughs> Apparently, he has. There is now written proof that he's racist. <gasps> Shock. Um, I don't know. Referencing white Calvin Coolidge, Stephen Miller comes out as a white nationalist. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. Uh, he talked. He, apparently, nobody. he talks about how uh, he talks about Hitler in these emails. He talks about Mein Kampf. He talks about uh, Kevin Coolidge uh, putting limits on immigration. Um, well, when you say talk about, like 
I mean, like I've talked about Mein Kampf before, but well, <laughs> like, what do you? But in a good way. <laughs> um, <laughs> these are yeah. this all, all apparently came out in emails that were sent to uh, someone over in Breitbart. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. Some high up in Breitbart. Not Milo again. No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> um, it's a very long not. article, and I just saw it and didn't get to read it, so I'm not exactly what. But it contains the phrase "turd eater," so you know. <laughs> Wait, is he the turd eater or? <laughs> that's what I was assuming. I was like, it sounds like how he did. That, that's his online handle. <laughs> I think he was referring to non-white Indian-born people as turd eaters. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's more shocking. But yeah, if he had <laughs> if that were his email address, it's like turd eater forty two. <laughs> I could see I that. Believe, at I Miller. Believe that. Gov. Yeah. <laughs> So Donald Trump's going to do and, and fire him quickly, right? And and apologize and be like, I had no idea. Right? Uh, yeah, is, I'm, I'm uh, sure. Yeah. There, was, there was turd eating on both sides, Jerry. <laughs> uh, the other one I wanted to mention, Don Jr. was booed off stage. We talked about it a little bit before we started recording. I'm not sure there's anything to say about it, except that he was not booed off stage or shouted down mm. by the far left. He was booed off stage by the far right. Because what do these fucking right people enough. want? <laughs> what they do they want, want, man? Camps? I mean, we got kind of that already. We got them. <laughs> they want a, They want what Trump promised, which is a wall that stretches from sea to shining sea. The wall, as far as it. they're concerned, the wall is built. He talks <laughs> about it all the fucking time. I don't know. These are these are the these are the righties that are smart. They know that the ball the wall hasn't been built. Oh, okay. I thought these were the the far right dumbasses who were like. Uh, when's it going to be legal to shoot a Jew in the street, Don Jr.? <laughs> the best part about that video is that Jr.'s book is titled Triggered. Right. And then he got triggered and walked off the stage and his wife got triggered. Yep. <laughs> also, why would anybody believe that Jr. It's some kind of fucking expert on socio sociological things about being triggered and and an expert on how the left is destroying this country. He's a real estate agent. Yeah. <laughs> With daddy issues. Yeah. That picture of I was gonna daddy say, please. That's what love I was like, me. I was like, is he is he even a real estate no, agent? No, he's not. He's a he's a it's, buyer and seller. It's just, it's just a debutante, yeah. as far as I know. Yeah, I mean, for fuck's sake. I, I I'll never understand this this thought process of if you have money you must be intelligent mm. well if you need money and you can't get there obviously you're not intelligent enough to know how this from people who were fucking born with parents loaded with money mm. <laughs> uh, that is sorry that's a whole nother can of it worms really this this fantasy that we're all potential billionaires we're mm. just not trying hard enough we could all get there with just clever ideas and good vibes and it doesn't involve unethical business practices and stomping on other people's necks in any way <laughs> yeah i love i see this uh, this picture shared around a lot on facebook of a young jeff bezos sitting at a shitty ass desk with like a cardboard sign that says amazon.com and be like jeff bezos started out here and you just got to try hard and i'm like what about the half a million other photos of assholes who did that and didn't get anywhere Right. <laughs> like, give me a fucking break. And, like, a lot of people, you know, I think they've done studies where, like, most people who, like, startup guys, like, uh, who came from nothing and went to money, like, uh, what's his name? Data, Facebook. who owns Facebook. 
data. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg or Steve Jobs or any of these guys. They all worked on the backs of other people. Zuckerberg went to like private schools and fucking, you know, like his parents had money. Mm. You know. Right. Right. He did he didn't go to Harvard because he was poor. Right. No. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, the pull yourself up by your bootstraps theory, especially now where a company will fucking strong arm you and and hit you just like, uh, we uh, what's his name was talking about last night, John Oliver with the slap suits and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Anything to get your ass ground into the floor. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> but Don Jr., he knows what's going on in this country. Because he made a, he did it all himself. Yeah, they they looked for so <laughs> many qualified man. people to work at the Trump organization, and it just so happened to be his son. Weird. It's amazing. Yeah. But he worked hard. He worked real hard for that position. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, going to wrap up. Final story. I think I said it in the beginning. This is the best headline, news headline I have seen in a long time. The headline reads, <laughs> Bigfoot watcher chasing chemtrails records a UFO. Yeah. Bigfoot, chemtrails, <laughs> and UFO all in one video. It's quite amazing. Uh, I'll put a link That's to a, the video up. It's a goddamn trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> so he's recording. Uh, he's got a camera, and he's zoomed in on a plane, and he's recording a plane that has a contrail behind it. And he's like, I got him. He's spraying. Look at that, you guys. This is what they're doing to us. And then all of a sudden, he goes, what is that? You guys, that's so crazy. What is that? And he focuses in on a dot in the sky. Do I know what that the, the dot in the sky was? No. It did seem to move, but with his video quality, it's... Man, it's really hard to, to tell because he's all over the place. So I, I suppose you could technically call it a UFO because I can't identify it. <laughs> but at the same time, the comments on the YouTube video, I just have to quote uh, a, a person named Nunya Bidness... <laughs> said that's one of the silver orbs they've been known to commonly accompany aerosol spring since 1998 they seem to be sampling the aerosol density it's some of the the comments on here are just amazing what wait a minute so is it an alien i'm gonna that say follow, no that that follows the no no what, his, what this guy is saying is that that's an alien who follows around the chemtrails planes to yeah to just get samples well, and make like, sure that it's dense enough that, you know, clouds form and it Oh, so wait. So chemtrails is a process of a conjunction between humans and aliens now? Right. Yeah. Oh, and where did Bigfoot fit in all this? <laughs> I think he, oh, just, he just does that to be on the side. For Bigfoot. Oh, he was huh. hunting Bigfoot and then looked up and saw the plane and then was like, oh, shit, there's a UFO there. Right. And with the HD cameras we have, couldn't get a clear shot of it. Well, it keeps zooming in and out, so it's really hard to see. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a uh, awful awful video, but I mean it's a handheld whatever camcorder. Zoom it in as far as you can possibly get it. I, Ian's like, I'm sold. <laughs> 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 Ian wants to believe. Nope, I was just uh, I do, I do <laughs> like that sort of thing. I got stuck on the last story, so I was enjoying this story while I was learning more about Jeff Bezos because Jared's you know talking about these people that are. You know, people claim they came from nothing, and I was like, they, he's right. They, none of these people came from nothing. <laughs> no. Jeff Bezos' grandfather was super rich, and Jeff Bezos' like, uncle was country singer George Strait, <laughs> and his Jeff Bezos' family gave him $300,000 to start Amazon. 
I was like, come on. He was the senior vice president of a hedge fund by the age of 30. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> he, he, he came from nothing. He came from the streets, built Amazon in his garage out of a card table <laughs> and a Rolodex. And now he's the richest man in the world. Goddamn billionaires. Wait till I shit all over your precious Pete Buttigieg next week. Wait, what's wrong with him? He seems nice. Oh, he is the devil. What? <laughs> He's yes, the devil. he is a tremendous, awful person. And I will prove it. <laughs> all right. He's, I'm ready. He's also, by the you way, I don't, know if, I don't know if you guys know he's leading in the polls in Iowa right now. Yeah. Oh, that means he yes. can't be president, right? Yeah, it's doomed for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Pete Buttigieg. Bad news all around. All yeah, around. Especially because he's at that fair in Iowa. Sorry, I feel like I feel like there's a him eating corn dogs joke in there, but no, that's but I'm not sure that'll happen enough for this show. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll happen. Freaking Iowa. So I do, I do. If I was running for president, anybody put that shit in my face, I'd smack it. I'm mean, get that fucking shit out of my face. No, you are losing all the votes in Iowa then. <laughs> I'll eat it with a fork then. <laughs> all right. Does anybody have anything else for this week? Always, but no. <laughs> Negative. All right, yep. then I want to wrap it up. Uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us, especially our patrons, for supporting the podcast and uh, for you guys who can join us tonight. If you enjoy the, po- the podcast, you can support it by sharing it on your social media or leaving a, v- leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen. Uh, if you want to contact us, again, Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash profanearg or tweet at profanearg. Also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com has a variety of shows for your podcast listening pleasure. Uh, Again, I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. (laughs) 